your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The cost of a plot in a graveyard owned by Limerick City and County Council has increased by 25%. A single grave in a Limerick City and County Council-owned cemetery now costs €1,500, Euro, an increase from €1,200, Euro, while double and family plots cost between €2,400 and €3,000. Local undertakers were notified of this price change in a letter sent to them by the council, and Live95 has contacted the council for a statement. James Harnett of Harnett's Funeral Home in the Square in Abbey Feeling, County Limerick, has been chatting to Live95 Sarah Coleman. And he says undertakers have been expressing their frustration about this. Well, what has been going on really is that over the past number of years, the pricing of the graves has in the local council cemeteries has increased dramatically. Say, for instance, in 2013, to buy a double plot in a council cemetery was 1,260. By 2021, that had risen to 2,400. And now... Recently, in the last week, County Council have uh, written to the caretakers of the cemeteries advising them that the new price will be €3,000 for a family plot. Now, we feel this is exorbitant. It is out of line with the prices in the other surrounding counties. And it is very difficult for us as funeral directors to sit in front of people who have come in to make funeral arrangements and tell them that they're going to have to shell out €3,000 for a double plot. And that has to be prepaid to the council before the funeral actually takes place. For instance, uh, in County Kerry, it's €1,000 for a double plot. For County Clare, €735 for a double plot. In County Galway, €724 for a double plot. And we feel somebody really has to explain to us why it's €3,000 in County Limerick for the same thing. That's James Harnett of Harnett's Funeral Home, the square in Abbey Field, about the price increase uh, for uh, a grave plot. And uh, you have been reacting to this on Live 95's Facebook page. Breach said, it's not the cost that's important, it's how the graves are maintained. Some graveyards are almost always overgrown and untended, never strimmed near the headstones. It's sad to see. Claire says, can't afford to live and can't afford to die in this country. Sarah says it's actually very unfair that people pay for a plot then can't do very simple things with them. They're expected to jump through hoops while grieving to get it sorted and then to be told you can't have surrounds or stone and some places even say just a small plaque is allowed in the style of a lawn cemetery. Um, What is going on here? It seems uh, like the lowest amount of maintenance that can be got away with. Pat says, on the 11th of October 2021, I would have said, why would anyone ask this question? But the day after, we didn't even think about the price. Is the council um, not aware of how vulnerable people are in these situations? Uh, It is a small price to pay, maybe, to see loved ones laid to rest before we join them, says uh, Pat. And uh, our sympathies there on your bereavement, Pat. Dawn says, I don't need one. I'm going to be cremated and they can do what they want with the ashes. Uh, Mossy uh, says, in some graveyards in County Limerick, uh, the council won't let you put up surrounds around the graves and you can't lay down stone either. I think if you're paying for the plot, you should be allowed decorated and put the surround in. And uh, Bernie uh, says uh, €2,600 for a single plot in the extension. 
bought one a few years ago. I didn't quite indicate which graveyard you're talking about there, Bernie, if you want to uh, get back to us. And uh, Graham Gleisher is past president of the Irish Association of Funeral Directors, and he is on the line. Hi, Graham. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. So what do you make of these hikes? And indeed, on a comparative basis, uh, what's now being charged by the Council of Limerick uh, compared to elsewhere? I suppose, Joe, we as funeral directors, as my colleague James said, we have to sit down and explain to people when they come in and say somebody has died and we need a new grave. We have to sit across a desk and explain to them their options, where they can buy a grave, what a grave costs, whether it's single, double, treble, whatever the people want. We, it's, it's down to us to more or less sell the grave or explain to people what's happening. We have nothing to do with the price or, or the maintenance of it. So... It's, it's very relevant to us, the price that's charged by the council and the way the cemetery is maintained and how people feel about the cemetery. I'm sure you know places where you walk in and they're beautifully laid out and they're tidy and well kept and it's, it's a lovely place to go to to think of a loved one. And there's obviously other places you go to and they're not, not so nice and you feel that this isn't, this, this isn't the standard should be. So for us, it is a very, it's very important what value people get. But I suppose, Joe, like everything... Um, it's simply down to the price of land and the, the price of property and space. And if we look at it in another way, if you if you if you live in Dublin City, your rent is higher, your house is higher cost, and your grave costs more. If you live in Leitrim or Kerry or Clare, your grave your land costs less and your grave costs less. And that's that's the way the councils will explain it throughout the country is that it's the price of land that determines this and what can be done with it and what they will do with it. But that's no comfort to the person sitting who says my son or mother or family member has died and I need a new grave and they're faced with €3,000 for a new double plot. Well, Graham, a single grave, as I mentioned, in a Limerick city and county council-owned cemetery now costs €1,500, mm-hmm. Euro, an increase from €1,200, double, and family plots cost between €2,400 and €3,000. For example, what would be typical in Dublin? Uh, in Dublin, a new, a new grave in Dublin would run from 4000 to um, Eight, ten. I know of a grave that was sold a few years ago in Dublin in the boom times for sixteen and a half thousand for one grave, because someone had probably too much money and wanted the one on the side of the hill with the view looking over the river, and they 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 cash in on those things in Dublin particularly. Right. Well, that certainly wasn't done and paid for for the person who passed away. No, <laughs> no, it was, it was pre-purchased for someone. That is. Mm. extraordinary money but as you say Dublin you know, is probably an outlier in all sorts of ways being the capital that's right but, but, but I mean other comparable places would you have a sense of it you know the, the Corks of the world the Galways yes well Cork Cork is roughly 2,000 euros as James has said Kerry is 1,000 for a new double Clare and Galway are both around mid 700s so like that there's a huge difference between that and the 3,000 that's now in Limerick County and you know you could argue and say it's it's a city and that, but at the same time, if there we have enough land in this country in Ireland, thanks be to God, to to, to provide cemeteries for people. So in Ireland, we can give the option to most people of whether you want to be cremated or whether you want to be buried. And the prices are roughly similar in the long run as to how they work out. So it's a choice. It's more it's more a personal choice in general. Whereas if you did live in London or Moscow or New York or Paris. You cannot afford an empty grave to bury one or two people in it. It's just not an option. You have to be cremated by, by economics. Oh, really? 
Yeah, your your grave in, 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 in bigger cities in the world, or as we know, Japan and China, it's just not an option. So your grave in those places is, is going to cost. I, I had a, a cemetery in London last year, and the new grave had to be pre-purchased for the family, and it was something like £12,000. So, so those that, that, that just prohibits people from doing it. And in cities around the world, that's the story. But we're back here in Limerick in Ireland, and you would hope that we can get a handle on, on what's important, mm. what's valuable, and how land can be used. And, and you see, land. I mean, is, is this inflation? Is that what it's about, ultimately, that causes these increases? Well, the, the council and, and, and those will say that the land is, is gone up in price, Quite simply, and we need to we need to get that much to cover the cost of the maintenance and the purchase of the the ground that we're using. Right. We're talking to Graham Gleisher, past president of the Irish Association of Funeral Directors, about this price increase put in by Limerick City and County Council. I mean, Rachel asks a question here, and you know, it's worth remembering that cremation is still a relatively new phenomenon, uh, certainly outside of Dublin, but even you know within Dublin to an extent. And she says, I, I actually like the idea of cremation, but how do you know you get the correct ashes back after cremation? It is complete trust. It's not like there'll be an RT investigates into whether people are getting back the correct ashes or not. This bothers me. A uh, friend held on to her dad's ashes in a box for a few weeks before scattering, where he wanted to be scattered. Um, and when I ma- said this, when I made this point about, who, you know, are you sure they were the correct ashes? She went mad, says Rachel. Uh, I can assure you, Joe, in, in Ireland anyway, for the moment, we're very well regulated. We're very clear on what happens. And I know that if, if a person was terribly sceptical and they said to the crematorium personnel, can I can I more or less witness the coffin going into the cremator? They will they will facilitate them. Right. So just to overlay those fears from people, your your ashes come out in a funnel into a, a, an urn that is handed to you, and everything is very well documented from the doctor authorizing it to the family every step along the way. Yeah, yeah, we've had this discussion in our own house. You know, I'm I'm kind of going, oh, I don't know about this cremation thing. My wife saying, oh, look, you know, it, it is the way the world is going and you know why are you that particularly concerned and I'm all oh, I want people to come and, and you know somewhere to come and and, and, and say prayers for me but <laughs> you still have the but prayers will they, will they in 100 years <laughs> <laughs> well you see I suppose with, with cremation we, we in Ireland we traditionally would have, have been buried in a grave and you would go to the grave and say a prayer or think of the person or say a poem or have your few words there that's the way we generally uh, look at things over 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 the years in Ireland, but I suppose in cremation it offers you it offers you that option as well in that you can bury the ashes or a large proportion of the ashes in a grave, and you can go and say the prayer there for them. So you kind of have but that benefit a much smaller now. plot then. Uh, well, depending, you can you can buy um, now <laughs> if you're spending three thousand euros on a double plot, it's going to be an expensive way. But you can buy a grave or use an existing family grave to go to. See and, and see where the person is buried and say a prayer there. Now, I know the Catholic Church has relatively strict guidance um, around cremation, doesn't it? Well, since the, since the early 70s, the Catholic Church has embraced cremation as an option for people. So basically, nowadays, if you look at it, when you come out of uh, the church after your Mass, you either go to the cemetery for burial of, in the coffin 
or you take a, a, a pause, you're cremated, and then quite often you go to the cemetery to bury the urn. Because what they seem to be uh, not in favour of are ceremonies of um, scattering ashes. Over well, yes, the church, the church would, would, would like everybody to bury the ashes in the grave the same as they would bury their deceased person in a grave. In, yeah. in consecrated ground. Exactly, exactly. Right. Um, and what have you found? I mean, to an increasing degree, are people asking about cremation? Are they opting for it? Well, certainly, Joe. As I say, it's a very personal thing, and two people, two people can and can be together all their lives and come in and say, "I don't want to be buried in the ground," and the other say, "I don't. I, I do want to be buried in the ground." And it's it's very it's totally up to themselves. No one needs to explain why they want it. But over the years, yes, it has grown as an option. It is there. It's viable. It's possible. We, we're very lucky in Limerick now to have a, a wonderful facility in Shannon. Shannon Crematorium is there, uh, and they do a great job. They're very nice people there, and we're lucky that we have that choice so that. I would say about a quarter of funerals that we would handle nowadays would be cremation and traditionally three, three quarters would be burials. Mm. And, and even you know, nowadays you see all sorts of different coffins, don't you, including wicker coffins? and You all. do. I suppose, I suppose again, um, times change and with the internet people can see different choices in the world and if people want other options, it's nice to be able to offer them to them. So if you want willow, water hyacinth, uh, seagrass, there's different types, wicker coffins, they're all available now. You can have plain pine, you can have your traditional one would be your oak, either solid oak or veneer oak, or Irish mahogany, or bog oak. There's there's so many different choices. Obviously, you have the American caskets and steel and, and timber American caskets are always there. You have Italian caskets. Like, we are becoming more more open to things all the time. We're trying to offer people more choice all the time. And our answer at the end of the day as a funeral director is simply to say, what makes it easier for you to handle this funeral? And if someone says, I would like to use a wicker coffin, well, if that helps you, well, let's let's do it. What about a burial insurance, Graham? Yes, the, it, the, the, there's different schemes, Joe. Over the, over the years, the, the state had a, a type of a grant scheme for people's based on people's state contributions, which finished a number of years ago, and that wasn't replaced. So the main the, the banks aren't aren't very up to date on any of that. So the main benefit we see to people nowadays is the, the credit unions. Different credit unions have um, it's like a type of a life policy on their members and they would have a, a payout scheme now depending on the on the credit union but a lot of them we we would see are very good to people in that they have their own schemes if you're an active member they will have a a payout system depending on, on where it is for their members that have died yeah one other question graham i mean obviously um you and your colleagues in limerick around the country this is just an incredibly delicate time when you are dealing with people and you're very experienced um, uh, at it how do you get the balance right between engaging in, you know, let's be honest, it, it, it is a professional service that you provide, while at the same time being enormously sensitive to the emotions? Well, everybody that comes into us is upset, Joe, and everybody is at, at a low point. They, they might have been through a terrible few months or weeks. They might have got an awful shock. No matter what happens, they're, they're in a bad place. If you think it's the opposite to a wedding, you spent a long time planning, looking for a good day. This is a short time planning, looking for the worst day that you could possibly deal with. And nobody wants to be there. Nobody wants to be in our office making arrangements for any reason whatsoever. So we're dealing with people at their lowest point. And obviously, we want to be very sensitive and very careful in what we advise them and what we point out to them. And no matter what they, they tell us that helps them in their journey, we will try our best to help them through it. 
And we, we are very careful. And, and, you know, we get people coming to us all the time saying, I have a great idea. Why don't we, why don't we use video for, wedding, or for funerals? Why don't, we use, um, why don't we use these different options, different, call them gimmicks along the way? At one stage, RIP was, was, was a huge thought. Imagine if we put all our newspaper notices online and it was hard to comprehend. Nowadays, it's hard to think of life without RIP. So over time, these things change. People come up with new options. But we're always there running the traditional show and trying to do for the people as we've done over the years for them and trying to give them comfort in the long run. Right. Well, look, we are uh, lucky in uh, Limerick. I think we're very well served by excellent funeral uh, directors. And uh, thank you for talking to us about this this morning. Graham Gleisure, past president of the Irish Association of Funeral Directors. If you've got views on it, do let us know. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash.